0: The Guys Guys Radio. This is your host Robert Manny, welcoming you to the show. It is January eleventh, two thousand and seventeen. Wow, we're already into the second week of a new year, and uh, we've got a great show for you tonight on Guys Guys Radio. Our special guest, who I'll be bringing out shortly, is author Jody Hershey. Her book is called The Call of the Day. I just read it. In fact, I read it twice. I kind of power read it, and then I went through it chapter by chapter pretty slowly. And it is fantastic. And it's really, uh, uh, as it states, it's a compelling invitation to see beyond our ego-driven lives and connect with who we really are. And I think that's probably one of the most important things we can all do is really find our truth. And one of the things I've been doing every morning for the past year, and it's it's working, is uh, I'm doing my best to get in alignment with who I with who I am, what my truth is, and block out all the other noise about people's expectations, ego, etc. Because when it comes down to it, you know, we're, we're all about truth. And so many people go through their lives disconnected from their truth, but there are ways of getting back to it. And there's so many spiritual, uh, guides if you will human guides like jody who are helping us find our way back to who we really are so you know what they say you know the the teacher shows up when the student's ready i found as being a host of guys guys radio um where this is the place where when men and women can be at their best everyone wins and it started out with relationship uh uh, interviews because of my novel the guys guys guide to love which is about love but it's really about two men uh From a uh, logistical standpoint, two men in advertising in New York City competing for love, sex, power, and money. It's kind of a male sex in the city, but it is about love. There's an undercurrent of love throughout the whole book. What love is and how relationships can be and who men are and who they aren't and how we can understand men and their plight today a little bit more clearly. From there... You know, the brand, as I've gotten onto Guys Guys Radio, uh, and I've had publicists send me different people to interview, and I go on my own personal Guys Guys journey and finding my own truth, I'm getting connected with a lot of fantastic spiritually-based authors and leaders and guides, if you will, in human form, and I'm getting my own education. As a result of that, I've been doing my own work through meditation and affirmation and uh, just reframing my purview if you will choosing my self-worth and things that i want and doing the best i can to align myself to my truth as connected with the divine and you could say the divine consciousness experience itself experiencing itself through me through you through us we're all connected so anyhow that's kind of where I am right now. Um, we have a special show because uh, we're going to talk about truth and where we are. And let me just, before we bring our guest on, just talk about a couple of things that are going on because it's been on my mind. My stomach was churning today. I was watching the Donald Trump press conference, and it was so, there was so much rancer and so much uh, hate towards the press. And all these allegations of these Russian connections and blackmailing and all this stuff, it is a very trying period for uh, America right now. You know, no matter what you think of Trump, you might have voted for him, you might want to drain the swamp, you might want change. I get it. But, you know, from a logistic standpoint, you would hope that, okay, he wins, the, he wins the election. Couldn't he at least say, okay, We said a lot of things during the campaign. Now it's time to come together. Maybe I went overboard in a couple of things. Let's work together. But it seems like that's not the case. There was a lot of lashing out today. He basically called CNN fake news and wouldn't take questions from them, but would take questions from Breitbart. That's scary. And I'm concerned. My stomach was churning as I was watching this because – you now it's like democracy is at stake. And I, I, I'm not saying I'm opposed to all of his ideas, but I'm how this guy is going to govern, getting his power. I mean, con- you know, disconnecting from his businesses. Basically, he's giving his businesses to his sons and saying, saying we're not going to talk about business for eight years. Even though his name's on the business, Trump, it's Trump this, Trump that. So anyhow, it's just a trying time for America. And if you go on social media and you see the folks who, and then you have the third party in the whole thing, which is the Republican party and they've got their own agenda and Trump's got his agenda. It looks like, and the Democrats have their agenda. It's like, this is really they're out. And the Democrats are, and the press are out, outgunned here. But when you have the president elect coming in and he's trashing the intelligence community, he's trashing the press basically trash, trashing anybody who isn't kicking, kissing up to them. It's, it's scary for our country and we've never, this is uncharted waters, but sometimes, you know, I guess when you get into what could be a dark area, the light, the light becomes brighter. And maybe this is our way of breaking through. Maybe we have to go through some darkness to get to the light. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, I don't want to get political and uh, I'm not opposed to every, Thing that Trump said about NAFTA vaccines or this or that, you know, some of the things I he he proposes and he says I think are true and I agree with them. Some of the things I don't. But the bottom line is to uh, get into this position and having so many like battles with everybody, just every, with the Meryl Streep thing, and it's just too much. And now they say that there's some tape that the Russians have something on Trump besides his owing them a lot of money, but they have some uh sexually compromised uh videotape of him. And uh so that's kind of scary also. So we're in challenging times. And that's another reason why it's a good time for all of us to connect with our own personal truth. Another thing going on out there in a little fun area is now we're into the NFL playoffs. And we got through that whole wild card round and now we're down to the final eight teams. And I think they're probably the best eight teams left in football. And there should be four good games. I always, as a football fan, always love this weekend the best because you have four games, and it usually comes down to the best 18s. So we have – I'll give you my picks right now real quick. And then we'll do the Guys Guys Guide for the week, and then we'll bring out our guest, Jody Hershey. Um, So game number one is, I believe, uh, Pittsburgh at Kansas City. This is a really close game because Pittsburgh's on a roll. They've got uh, healthy Le'Veon Bell, healthy Ben Roethlisberger, healthy Antonio Brown, and they looked really good at home against Miami. Now they're headed to Kansas City. Kansas City was a two seed, so they got the week off, and it's supposedly Arrowhead Stadium is a tough place to play. I am going to say that uh, Pittsburgh ekes this one out. I know I'm kind of going against the general consensus on it, but um, I don't know enough about Kansas city, but I know Pittsburgh can put up the points and uh, I think they could get into the championship game. So I'll pick them. Second game is Seattle at Atlanta and Atlanta got a bye. Also Seattle's coming East. They played again. They played earlier in the season. It was a contested game. I think Seattle pulled that one out. I'm going to take Atlanta. I think they can score a lot of points and, uh, you know, playing that extra game matters. So I'm going to take Atlanta there. Then on Sunday we have uh, – oh, actually, Saturday night we have New England hosting Houston Texans. I have to go with New England. They're a far superior team. And I think the last time they played Houston earlier this year, they won 27 nothing. I don't think things are going to change that much. And then you got the big game, the Dallas Cowboys hosting the Green Bay Packers. And you've got Dallas. It's been such an exciting team this year. They've got a rookie quarterback, a rookie running back, and you've got the Packers. It's been the hot team. They've won, I don't know, seven in a row. And uh, they had a tough match against the New York Giants, and uh, they got through that. I'm going to take the Cowboys. They're young. They're rested. I think even though they have two rookies leading them, I think they're very poised. And they actually went up to Lambeau Field, where the Packers play, back in October, and they beat them pretty easily without their star receiver, Des Bryant. So even though Green Bay's an improved team, I'm going to go with the Cowboys because I think they can run the ball on Green Bay and keep the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands. So I'm going to go Steelers, Patriots, Falcons, Cowboys. Let's uh, briefly give you a little commercial on the brand here, and I'll get into Guys, Guys, Guy, and we'll bring out Jody Hershey. So basically, you can find me on my website, Robert Manny, M A N N I dot com. I do a weekly blog. There's all kinds of videos uh, and other information, media stuff, uh, interviews I've done, et cetera. Um, I'm doing an interview tomorrow with Single and Stilettos, a, a woman's group on uh, dating and learning about men. Um, uh, Facebook, you can find me, Robert Manny Author. Uh, Twitter at Robert Manny, M A N N I, YouTube, Robert Manny Author. And all podcasts, we've had over 205 podcasts of Guys, Guys Radio are on Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, and very soon will be on Google Play. Um, And the name of the book that started the whole Guys, Guys movement, Better Men, Better World, the name of the book is The Guys, Guys Guide to Love. You can still get the book on Amazon. It's in some bookstores. Um, and you can pick up the digital version uh, for like about three ninety nine. So I hope you support me. I would ask our audience, since I bootstrapped this whole operation, I have a great producer who helps me out, but um, I do basically all the content and all the interviewing and all the research and all that stuff, is to go on iTunes, subscribe to my podcast, rate it, review it, and uh, tell me what you think. And if you want to hit me up on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, Suggest a guest. Tell me what you think of the show. Any recommendations? I'm all ears and I thank you for your support. This is a place where when men and women can be at their best, everyone wins. So quickly, I do a little feature called the Guys Guys Guide. And uh, I would actually started today posting it on uh, with, an, uh, with a meme on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, and I started with uh, the basic Guys Guys Credo, when men and women can be at their best, everyone wins and um so you'll see a new meme every day i did some test memes the first uh, 10 days of the year without a uh, template if you will so the new one has gone up today and uh, i'm going to continue there's going to be a new meme uh from your guys guy every day of the year in terms of the guys guys guide um i'm just going to continue on a theme i talked very briefly about last week which was new year's resolutions and dieting and stuff like that i know everybody goes all out and they they try to do too much too quickly, in my opinion, in terms of New Year's resolution. So what I would suggest to you is that instead of giving up, like sometimes I'll like give up everything and go on a fast. It's tough to do in January, especially in the Northeast where it's so cold out and it gets dark early and all of that. I mean, just eating salad all the time or juicing. It's tough. I don't mind it as much in the summer, but it's tough to do in the dead of winter. So what I do and what I'm doing this year is I'm, I'm making it a year-long program. And it's additive. So for the first week, I cut out all alcohol. I like to add some glasses of wine and I had a martini. I had some tequila over the holidays, cut out all alcohol. So I'm 11 days in on that. And then I've added uh, cut out ice cream, which I had a little indulgence because my son likes it. So sometimes I put out a little dish for him and a little tiny bit for daddy. And uh, then I eliminate pizza and eliminate pasta and eliminate bread, all the simple sugars, uh, carbs that turn into sugars. And over time, by the end of this month, I'll have eliminated all the stuff that I basically want to eliminate. Then I think I'll go on either a juice fast or something of that nature and uh, continue, continue on and just adapting and steering this process. That's to me a far more healthier way of doing things than to try to do everything at once. You know, you hit the gym on January 1st and it's packed with people. You go back there on March 1st and it's half the people there. And so many people just not only give up their New Year's resolution, they they drop it uh, and they forget even what it is within a month or so. So if you really want to make the new year new, uh, make it manageable and make it a year long process. So that's my guys guys guide of the week. Let's talk about our guest now and bring her out. Her name is, as I mentioned, Jodi Hershey, and the book is called The Call of the Day. And it's a fantastic book because it helps us find our, our truth. And uh, Jodi is a graduate from University of Miami. She's got a BA in education, and uh, her expertise is in holistic education. She's the author of Thoughts to Consider with Love, and she's got psychic gifts. So maybe she'll give me some insights with her spiritual counseling She's honored to help people find their own unique gifts and discover their true potential. And the book really does that. The Call of the Day truly provides some of the clearest guidance for understanding the way towards your truth. And I really enjoyed it because it breaks things down in very bite-sized nuggets, but with insight and meaning. And uh, I'm going to bring her on right now. And Hello, Jody. It's Robert Manning. Good evening.
1: Hi, Robert. How are you?
0: I'm very good, and uh, I'm honored to have you on the show. As I was telling our audience, I really enjoyed your book, and uh, I keep a bookmark in it, and I keep going back to it and reading a chapter and saying, hey, that's something, you know, I have to to rethink, and it's all about finding your truth, and that's something, you know, I personally have been working on, uh, and where I am is uh, working on alignment. So maybe you could tell us uh, how you got to where you are to decide, I want to write this book about helping people find their truth called The Call of the Day. What was your inspiration?
1: (laughs) That's a long story. Um, I've actually been working on this book for, I'd say, five years. Um, I would get different insights uh, along the way, and then I'd write, and then I wouldn't write, and then I'd write again. And, you know, I I got it through um, many years of of listening to my inner self and, you know, Mm -hmm. my own guides and things like that and you know we all we all go through different things in our lives that bring us to the level of being true to oneself so now that's this, what happened
0: okay the the idea the concept which uh you know for me it's just it, you know it lit up because it's exactly what i'm working on but for a lot of people i think you know they're so busy and trying to just do you know get through the day that uh, but but they i think everybody knows deep down that they want to get more in touch with their own you know, the spiritual aspects of their life and uh, how do they, you know, so the concept of finding their truth is, is, I think, something that's going to be bubbling up to the surface and it's a good one for the consciousness of the whole planet. But how yeah. can people begin that process? What are some easy first steps for people to take?
1: Well, I, I think you, you need to get quiet, um, maybe a few minutes a day at, to start with. And then work your way up because uh, quiet and stillness is how we hear um, what our truth is. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think also it's important to start taking a look at different things in your life and writing down what works for them and what doesn't work for them. And through that process, you then begin to say, well, is this to my highest good? Is this to the other person's highest good? What should I let go of, and what shall I keep in my life, and what should I add to my life? Mm-hmm. And I think it's a lot about, you know, it's self-discovery. And, you know, I, I do that through writing, and I find it a really good good thing to do. Um, so that's where I start with
0: how how about the you know the whole aspect of uh, ego where i think a lot of times folks uh, myself included will ask ourselves some will quiet ourselves down ask ourselves some questions and then you wonder like the first thing that pops up is that my ego or is that my inner guide how how, how right. can people how can people make that discer- discern that and how can okay. the, how can you help them you know decide if, oh, is this my ego talking to me or is this my higher self.
1: Right. Well the well the ego is always talking and it always <laughs> has to be right. <laughs> and it's always telling you it's this, it's that with your your higher self and your inner self, it's a it's a feeling. We're we're going into a time period where it's about listening to our intuition and feeling our way through things, through our gut and through our heart chakra. Mm-hmm. because it it's no longer, the ego self by itself cannot sustain. Uh, you know, look at our, like you said earlier, which was very good, of what's going on in our world today. So part of what's going on is it's breaking down to come to. And mm-hmm. it's uh, it's asking us to clarify our own selves and to be proactive in how we want to see the world look you know it it's very scary but at the other end of it it's an opportunity for all of us to get clear individually and start groups or 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 go out and um do something for others or for your community so that we start building um a life that we we really would like to see for ourselves and for our children
0: yeah, it seems to me and uh, I'd love to get your thoughts on this is that th- this seems to be what's happening now. I think we all have collectively created having Donald Trump as president elect. I think that's our consciousness put somebody like him and the people he's pulling yeah. in. He's like, "Okay, you're you're against the you're against environmental protections, so I'm going to make you head of the environmental protection agency." Yeah. And so this whole cab- yeah. cabinet is set up like that. And it's like Yeah, huh? I know. And, and it's like <laughs> It seems to me that this is like the death rattle of. You mentioned in the book the you know going from the third to the fourth to the fifth dimension, and it seems mm-hmm. to me that as as consciousness is being raised, uh, that some of the behavior that's out there is, is you are going to experience really crazy behavior. You see it on the news now with some of these hate yeah. crimes and all, where people are doing things that are so randomly cruel that like yeah. how could people like what is where. To me, it seems like the people who are ascending are ascending, and uh, but there's other people who are. Uh, I don't know if, if the war, how to express this. They're not tuned in, or they're fighting it, or whatever. But there is some aberrant, really aberrant behavior going on out there, and I don't think it's going to mm-hmm. stop. But I think eventually, and even with the Trump thing, you know, he's not going to be there forever. We're going to. We're going to get through all of this, and, and maybe the political system and all of that is going to be more sensitized, and it's not just going to be this, uh, you know, the power behind the power. Maybe there's a, mm-hmm. we're going to find light through this thing. I don't know. What are your thoughts on all of that?
1: No, I I definitely believe we will, and I mean that's why I say it's so important to get to who you really are so that you can bring your gifts out. Every All of us have gifts, and all of us have you know, uh, intuition and and high, our higher self, and it's a time to really bring that through, so that you can start sharing it. Yeah, I mean the 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 system's breaking down, so that we can rebuild. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's up to all of us to create that. Go out and create that. So it's going to be very interesting how it all plays out, and you know, there's a lot of the hates coming from fear and you know it's just it's random craziness um and i think it's really important that we all try and find our stillness or you know just sit quietly if you can't meditate you don't want to meditate try and be quiet so that you can you know make some sense of what you would like to see in the world and mm-hmm. how you would like you know for for our kids you know, and it's, it's, so it's
0: it's yeah. It seems to me that if you, if you, if one individual can can work on their frequency and send out positivity, that that it actually becomes stronger than one person. That that light can affect a lot of people in a positive way. So you know Absolutely. the more people that can be connected through it, you can actually you know, if you can impact things where uh, many people say, Oh, you're ridiculous. You should have a gun and all that. Right? You know, I have friends <laughs> who are like, get a, get a gun. And, uh, you know, I was like, no, 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 it's, that's not what it's about. You can actually influence things by sending out the right vibe, if you will, and doing the right thing and being a good person, you can actually affect yes. things positively is much, Absolutely. much more than reactively and defensively where, you know, You're waiting for the intruder to come in so you can shoot them to protect yourself or in this whole fear mongering. What what are your thoughts on that, Jody?
1: Well, I I think there is, I think sometimes we need to get out of the way, you know, I mean, I'm not saying sit in your house and (laughs) you know what I'm saying? If you feel threatened and you think somebody's coming, you know, there there are, (laughs) you know, use your intuition. What is the best thing for you and the situation as far as, Carrying the light, yes. Individually, we affect a lot of people and we don't really even know it. So, if our vibration is higher, and each day we go in and say to ourselves that we're going to come from a higher point of view today or for an hour, just to start getting the feeling of what that is. And so that mm-hmm. when you go out into the world, of crazy, you have your, you know, sort of spiritual suit on where, you know, you can see things from a different perspective.
0: You know, I could tell you, I live in uh, New York city, uh, uptown. And, uh, so I go from my, uh, place, I go down into the subway on 116th street and Mm -hmm. I see the real world uh, every day. And, um, when you come from that higher grid, if you will, People yep. treat you differently. Yeah, they do. They really do. Yeah,
1: they sense I,
0: it. Yeah, and and it's a good thing. And it, it's because I've had people at least who you would think like, is this person going to attack me randomly or not? And they end up smiling at you or patting you on the back or something or saying, right. "How you doing?" Or it's amazing that I found mm-hmm. over time how when you raise your individual frequency grid, how it has a halo over situations and other people so one of the things I like to do and I hope the listeners out there consider this is you know if I'm on the subway I try to identify I try to uh, validate everybody on the train I say I'm word through all those I see so I'm what I'm trying to do is what I'm doing is validating the worthiness of everybody no matter who they yep. are and to send a peaceful vibe throughout mm-hmm. the car and yeah something about new it's york it's a great thing
1: i'm sure you've seen differences to just doing abs- that
0: absolutely absolutely i yeah. mean it's one thing to go up on a mountain and meditate but if you go down into the subway and try to bring positive vibe to me you know what that's that's re- that's just that's real and uh, that that's real what we're and living it's very with important. so um, hmm. talk to us a little jody about in your book you talk about the third the fourth you break what do you do that i think is so wonderful is a very pleasurable read and you break things down simply but the messages for each chapter are very powerful and you set things up you talk about here's what the chakras are here's how they work here's how we're moving as a uh consciousness if you will from the third to the fourth to the fifth dimension for the benefit mm-hmm. of my listeners because i try to like put everything into layman's terms for the show um
1: yeah.
0: could you explain this whole uh concept behind you know, where we are now in the quarter, kind of the latter part of the third dimension heading towards the fourth dimension, what that means. And then where we would be in the, when eventually our life form gets into the fifth dimension.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, third dimension is, you know, like where we've all been existing in our ego selves for many, many, many years. And we're at a point now where there's a shift going on and The third dimension is about, you know, our place in the world, our safety, um, you know, the everyday stuff. And it's also, you know, the ego talks a lot in the third dimension. So where we're going is we're starting to move towards a fourth dimension of understanding, which is learning to find your true self, to love yourself, and to love others. And to do what you say, go out into the world and, and be a proactive person with a lot of love and light in your being. And when we get really clear with ourselves and we start creating this and feeling this and we do it more and more each day and we connect with our higher source, what happens is that's the part of what the fourth dimension is about. It, it's about... Clearing the old stuff and coming into the new the new world, the new uh, understanding um, and that that all comes from your connection to spirit and you know how you send those messages out into the world. What happens after the fourth dimension because we've learned to open ourselves up to higher meaning or have different perspectives you know our mind open to different perspectives we're able to then start to manifest we're able to see and manifest on you know a higher level so you know you don't always have you won't always have to talk you know you'll be able to create things um you know like they say asking it is given that's something that really happens in in the fifth dimension mm. So no. that it, it's it's all good. Um we just it's really important that we all individually just start you know, working on ourselves and not and it doesn't have to be hard, it's just clarify, clarify, clarify what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And how you can be who you are, your authentic self and how you can share that in in the community and out to the world.
0: Okay. Uh, Okay, this is Guys, Guys Radio. Uh, Our special guest is Jody Hershey. The book is The Call of the Day. Um, One area, Jody, where, uh, and I think it's relative to your book, where a lot of people are kind of wrestling with, and that is uh, affirmations and manifesting things. You know, when The Secret Mm -hmm. came out 10 years ago, whatever, everybody was into, like, I want this, I want that. Why am I not Mm -hmm. getting it? And uh, I actually had a great- Well, yeah, because personally, you know, it seems like the biggest thing is like when they say I want, Mm -hmm. I was just reading, you know, you you get the book, like I got your book exactly when I needed it. And I was reading Neil Donald Walsh's uh, conversations with God. I just picked it up Uh was in my bathroom the other day and picked up a chapter and it said, you know, when you're working on manifestation, it's not about want. if you, if you're wanting, you're in a state of want, you have to choose. And, uh, Talk to us about how affirmations can work, how best to do affirmations, and how, if you want to manifest things, how it's about making it a choice versus a desire and the importance of the language of the whole thing.
1: Well, I mean, manifestation, in order to not come from the want stage, you Mm -hmm. have to go into the stage of clarifying yourself and being bring yourself to a level of understanding of co-creating good things into the world, like you're working with the universal source, that's when you can really manifest. You know, if you just get up and say, oh, I want a car, well, that's nice. That's not how it works. You know, the, every dimension and thought process and paradigm goes through, has their own rules, so to speak, not rules, but I don't have a better word. So with the fourth dimension, with us clarifying ourselves and learning to come from truth, 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 that's where you start to say, okay, I'd like to see this happen. And that's where you can co-create with the universe. But you can't just go out and you know manifest. Manifest. You
0: know, that's okay. why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when, so when <laughs> we're talking about like co co creating, you say, okay, I choose, I choose this. Uh, like for mm-hmm. myself, I want to be a messenger. I'm building this brand. I, I'm I'm focused on the message. I want to co create mm-hmm. it. And you know, I always kept thinking, I have you know, I have my novel, I have a screenplay, <laughs> I have a TV series based on it, have, and I've always been, had been looking around for the right person to connect with, and now I've decided. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking for that. God is my strength. Like I, you know, I'm letting it go and yeah. I want, I want help with the messaging and I'm my guarantee is my, you know, promises. I'll, I'll put it out there in a the po- a positive way, yet entertaining either doing this radio broadcast or whatever. And, mm-hmm. uh, it seems to That's me that good. that feels, well, feels a lot better. And uh, I don't have anxiety about it now. I figure I'm not, you know, people, I think too many of us chase. And when you chase Mm -hmm. things, you end up keeping them at arm's length. And also you keep chasing uh, your tail. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And but but it's so hard for people. And I use Mm -hmm. my example as 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 one of those is that to to let go and and like trust. And, and mm-hmm. beyond trust to know that the universe is working with you. How can people, how can our listeners, as they you know, decide upon what is their truth and what they want to accomplish in this physical plane and conscious plane, how then can they get in sync with the universal consciousness to co-create and to not be as addicted to outcome?
1: They have to partner with the universe. It's about it's about partnering with the universe that you are there to co-create to the highest good. You know, so if you're mm-hmm. you, through your meditation and through prayer, or however you get there, for me it's meditation and prayer. You know, you start. You need to have that connection with the universal source, whether it be you call it God or, you know, whatever you want to call it, you have to connect into that. And once you connect into that, then it starts to show you, like you just said, you know, you're, you've decided to let go of, I need to have somebody help me do it. You know, I mean, that sort of happened to me too with the with the book. And it was like, you know, this this is to me. This has to get get out. And you know, I you partner with the universe, and you say, mm-hmm. what do you want me to do? I mean, how would you like this presented? Is this you know? You feel it together. You mm-hmm. work through, you know, that flow. And when you're in that flow, that's when everything starts to come through.
0: No, you know? I, think so that's, I think that's yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, great answer, and I think that's so true and so helpful. Um, you also talk about um, fear, uh, you know, F-E-A-R in a definition of uh, mm-hmm. what is it? How do, you, how do you define fear, those four letters? A uh, false w-
1: education appearing real. All
0: right. And, and it seems like, Jody, uh, and everybody would agree that our Western civilization, everything, particularly with the media, we're just driven driven like sled dogs by by fear how how can people uh detach themselves from fear so it doesn't gobble them up and how we can be in touch with our the joy that we're supposed to be experiencing while we're here
1: Uh, let go let god
0: you Mm -hmm. know we
1: need to let go of we think we can control all this stuff and then you know, our ego goes, and, oh, my God, what's going to happen to me next, and what am I going to do? And, you know, relax, take a breath, take a walk, you know, um, go go back into your meditation. I mean, it's important to go back to center, because when you go back to center through a meditation or a prayer, you release that fear, you release it and and there's another thing that i do that i find that really helps me with the chatter when i go into meditation mm-hmm. is when my mind keeps going i start to replace the word peace and it stops. i just put in peace and then it stops me in my tracks from continuing to chatter mm-hmm. you know and so that sort of gets you to say okay going to be in center, and, and, you know, it's all about your connection.
0: A, lo- a lot of people, uh, uh, you, you write about forgiveness, and I think that in our society, and maybe it's me that I notice this, but I found that one of the best things that ever happened to me, and I don't know what was the trigger for it, when I learned to just say, I'm sorry. So I say I'm sorry a lot because I screw up a lot because I'm a human being. But I notice with a lot – and I'm not patting myself on the back because, you know, the reason I have to say I'm sorry is because I make so many mistakes. But I found that just saying you're sorry uh, it just, just makes such a difference. It's such mm-hmm. a release. And I notice with people, a lot of people, good people, they can't mm-hmm. say I was wrong or I'm sorry. It seems like they – they are so defensive and wound, you know, like holding on mm-hmm. to stuff so tightly that it becomes, uh, you know, almost impossible for them to do as, as well as to forgive. And, yeah. uh, I think it's so important to, uh, address these two issues because it can really, uh, put you in a vice. Uh, how, how mm-hmm. can, how can we deal with forgiveness and, you know, the idea of being sorry and just not getting all, you know, too tightly wound in, uh, uh, this judgmental aspect of, uh, you, I'm right, you're wrong, or I can't admit I made a mistake because then it's something less about me. And I even notice with like, when you get into a little thing with, on Facebook or whatever with somebody and they say, if you, somebody says a broad statement, and if you post something like, well, can you make a spe- specific, I'll give you an example. Somebody said, Oh, you know, I don't like the way that CNN, everything they say about Trump is negative. And I'm like, Oh really? Uh, they should be more gracious. And I'm like, Oh, well, what did they say that was negative? Cause you say every statement they say is negative. And the person's like, well, mm-hmm. I guess you're superior to me then. Well, I'm not superior <laughs> to them. Don't
1: engage. You don't engage. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. It's like, yeah. so, but the the point I guess is people have a hard time saying, you know, uh, I'm sorry, or I was wrong. Or I'm not that I'm asking the person on Facebook to do that. It's just not going to happen. But it's like, the, the, Nobody feels accountable for anything, uh, and mm-hmm. and they are very unforg- People in general, I think, are unforgiving and uh, will never say I'm sorry. A mm-hmm. lot of people are good. A lot of good people are like that. They just won't say I'm sorry, and they just don't forgive. Mm-hmm. How, how do we? How do people who do forgive and do say they're sorry deal with people like that? Number one, and number two, how do people who don't say I'm sorry and have trouble forgiving? How do they deal with themselves to 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 to, sh- to release themselves from that?
1: Well, let, well, let's just say for you. Let's say it's you or me. You know, it, the thing is when when those things come up, you have to detach one from a crazy, and mm-hmm. two, you know, you you be the example. You're like what you do on the subway, the train. Mm -hmm. Okay. With what that kind of, what that, you be the example and you don't have to talk, you know, you can just smile, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's, it's an inside job. It's, it's, you know, detachment with love, which I write about in there. And then it's, uh, it's also about be the example, you know, and, and a lot of these things come to us in in negativity for us to learn about ourselves. You know, so po- if you can detach and then reflect after the fact, you can say, hmm, am I like that? Or, you know, you can ask yourself questions or is there something mm-hmm. I should have seen through that that can help me,
0: Got you it. know? You, you, you also um the difference between self-worth and self-esteem, uh, self-esteem mm-hmm. being more ego-driven. Could you just talk a little bit to our audience about that?
1: :-hmm. Well, it's a, it's a big thing for me because I was a teacher, and you know, <laughs> I still am in so many words. But um, sure. self-esteem is a comparison. So when we keep sending our kids to school and we say, oh, Johnny, you know, you got to make that home run. And, you know, and then Johnny feels bad if he doesn't because he starts comparing himself to another child. So self-esteem is, is a comparison and it's an ego type of thing. And it's it's not honoring the child. You know, it's not... It's not self-esteem. It's it's them feeling secure within themselves and bringing out their their qualities and that they're good at different things. Nobody's the same, mm-hmm. you know. So self-worth a child has self-worth until we start changing them. We start creating. Oh, you should be this, you know. They may not be that, and we need to honor who they are as a person, and help develop them to shine, you know, with what they came here to share.
0: Yeah, that's, so a, that, that's, a, that's a great yeah. point. You know, it's mm-hmm. interesting, I have a three-year-old, and uh, so I brought him into three, my wife and I signed him up for pre-K-3, and he had been at like a daycare thing last year, so we got him into a parochial school, and uh-huh. I could tell right away that they a really didn't know not it was like one size fits all and yeah. you know and when you're wearing the uniform and you're you know eight years old that's a lot different mm-hmm. than three years old and yeah. I could tell that my son was like he's a free thinker and he likes to move around and stuff and I could tell that he was not he liked having a lot of kids but he didn't like the constriction it was very you know they no there was no um uh sensitivity to the fact that all these kids at three year old, three years old, they're different in terms of they even they're developmental. You know, mm-hmm. you know, at that age, they're not all it's not all one size. Some kids are more developed emotionally, some kids are more developed verbally. It's like it's it's a mixed bag and you can't yeah. just have them exactly the same. So we actually pulled them out of there and we put them in kind of a, a Montessori-ish type of uh mm-hmm. school that has a, a language component to it. And I cannot yeah. believe, maybe it's his age, but within two months, his his uh, mental and verbal skills have like mm-hmm. catapulted ahead. And yeah. his creative skills and everything where he, you know, I could tell he was starting to uh, doubt himself at this other place because they were telling yeah. him, no, you can't do this. You have to do this. And I'm like, he's three. <laughs> <Go> <laughs> yeah. On. yeah.
1: And I, I mean, you know, every child is so different. You know, and especially that you know they like all my children, they all went to different schools. why because mm-hmm. they were different mm-hmm. you know one one of my children child one of my my daughter um she was okay in public school, so that was okay. I had another one that was dyslexic, well, she couldn't make it in a public school,
0: sure, sure,
1: you know, and so
0: mm-hmm.
1: they're all so different, and we need to honor them and and we need to change our school system. Really,
0: <laughs> it's really cr- but it's that's really another crazy. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyhow, um, last question is: um, so uh, you did you you say uh, in your uh, background information that you have psychic uh, abilities? or your psychic abilities are attuned, or kind of dialed in now? Yeah, is, is that true? And uh, is that something that you always had or did? Did you uh develop your psychic abilities uh fine tune them over time?
1: I think I had them, but I fine tune them over time. You know, I didn't know I had them, you know, because mm-hmm. most of your life you go through the ego, you know, and and you you know, you don't develop that side. So, yeah, I I believe I had it. I you know, I look back at my childhood and I see where you know, maybe I'd go sit in a church at eight, you know, because there was something special to me. You know, it wasn't, mm-hmm. I wasn't Christian. It was just I would walk in there, you know. And so different you know, different things happened as I was a child. And then in time, um, I started to develop them more.
0: Now, and the, uh, I
1: think a lot of people have that. They just don't know it.
0: Yeah, that's kind of where I was going. Um, how can people... Uh, uh identify if let's say everybody if you know everybody has a little everybody has it and uh, the developmental uh, it's developed differently in every person so how can mm-hmm. people tap into what they have and begin to develop their psychic abilities or their intu- intuition even because you could say that's a psychic ability too right
1: yeah and intuition is very very important now i mean it, with the intuition you feel it you know, you feel it in your gut. You know, like you know if it's okay and you know if it's not okay. And, you know, um, in order to, I, I think the most important thing is to learn to get quiet and to start connecting to your higher source. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing. You know, once you start connecting, you start to see different things and, and open your mind to um, accepting different Realities or, or you know That you, that yeah you may see something A little different that's not bad You know it's just Huh what does that mean you know And you know you see something From a different point of view And, and um, you know I, I really do think Quieting the mind And paying attention To your environment Let's just say nature You know you start to see there's more To a story Mm-hmm. You know, it's just not a plant. The plant has a whole life going on. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right. You know, a lot of people um, try to uh, get in touch as a as a step in this with their spirit guides or their angels or whatever. And uh, mm-hmm. I know from my own personal experience, I have done that. And they say, you know, maybe it'll show up. A dog will show up or a wolf or, or a mm-hmm. person. And uh, I, I, I have not. I have found that if I do that, uh, I don't really get anything, but if I ask, like, I can't find my keys somehow Mm -hmm. the keys will be sitting right on the table in front of me a half hour later. And I know they Mm -hmm. weren't there. I get that type of stuff. Is that, is that typical?
1: Yeah. I mean, that, that, you know, you, you start to pay attention again, you know, Huh, I just said I can't, you know, I can't find my keys, or maybe I'm going to get quiet to see where I was before with the keys. And then you may just Mm -hmm. ask for the keys and they'll show up. So Mm -hmm. be open to what's going on with the keys. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, sure. So if you, when you're out, Jody, um, let's say you go to the supermarket can you are your psychic abilities like on all the time where like oh that person uh whatever has cancer or something or like you know things i mean do you is it no is it, is i, it, I it, don't know Or do you I, have to like I dial don't. in and say okay yeah uh, if yeah, i'm talking yeah. to this person i start to vibe with whatever they're about i mean i
1: can if i can see people and i can talk to people and i can get the gist of it i understand you know, like I see more than just the person, mm-hmm. but not you know. I don't go into oh, you have can't you know. I don't do that, mm-hmm. but I do sense you know. I I I'm an imp- you know empathetic, so I can mm-hmm. sense you know what their story is. A lot of I mean, with my son, he'll say to me you know, how do you know that mom? He'll show me a picture and I go, oh, okay. So that one is like that, you know, and he goes, how do you know mm-hmm. that? You don't even know the person. I said, well, I can feel their energy. I can see it, you know, right. so it's like that.
0: Mm-hmm. So in our conversation, last question for you, then I'll let you go. We'll get your social media or whatever information on the book. I I think you're a lovely person having read your book. I could tell I really enjoy talking to you. Do you get any vibe from our conversation in terms of you have any words of uh, sagely words of wisdom for myself and what I'm doing. I
1: think you're terrific. I really do. I was listening to you um, before I, I came on the show and I just went, wow, this one's very in tune. <laughs> no, no you really are, you know, you're special and, and you should stay on your path. You're on the right path and, you know, you're doing service. You know, what you do is a service, and it's very helpful to other people. So, yeah, you're you're terrific. You almost made me want to watch football again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, thank you. That's very kind of you, so thank you. And that's what, you know, I realize that you know, that's what this is all about. Ultimately, it's about uh, s- service. I know who yeah. I am. I know what I am. I know how I serve. And it's like yeah. serving, like just being part of the message. I'm working the, yeah. me- the message so thanks so the name yeah. of the book is uh the call of the day jody hershey jody where can our readers find your book find more about you i think you've got a website joyjourneyofyou.com but tell, tell us tell our readers where where they can learn more about you and it's a wonderful okay. book by the way
1: thank you so so much i really appreciate that it makes me feel good that i've, I've done something good for
0: somebody. help me it, it really, I'm, truly I'm helped so, me because it's yeah. very digestible, yet it's very insightful. And it's not just tossed off where you're not rehashing things. You're, there's, there's love in the words, in between the mm-hmm. words, too.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, so my website is joyjourneyofyou.com. Um, my book is on Amazon. You can find the book on my website, um, you can go to Barnes & Noble's online, and, and they have it. Um, I also have an 800 number if anybody needs to get a hold of me or if they want to do a session. Um, the number is one eight hundred six five six zero seven two zero, 656 720 And um, my personal email is hershey, H-E-R-S-H-E-Y, Jody, J O D I at Gmail dot com. So anybody's welcome to um you know, look me up.
0: Fantastic. I might send you an email just to say thank you. Hershey, Jody at Gmail? Yes. Yeah. Great. And it's J O D I. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jody. It's been a pleasure to uh, read your book, to meet you, to have you on the show. And I thank you for everything I've learned and for sharing your insights with our listeners. And uh, I hope you have a great success with the book and you have a fantastic uh, 2017.
1: You too. And I really appreciate you having me on. My pleasure. Okay.
0: Okay. Thank you. righty. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, folks, so that's our Guys Guys Radio show for this evening. Our special guest once again was Jody Hershey in the book. And I you know I I know I'm, I, know like everybody's book who comes on, but I really like this one, The Call of the Day. And uh, it was simple, straightforward, yet highly, highly insightful. And it helped me a lot. So I, it's worth checking out. And you know, as you could tell, Jody's a wonderful person. And I I never met her before this call. But you know how you can tell if, if you're vibing with somebody and they have kindness in their heart. So, anyhow, again, again, that's our show for this evening. We're back next. Um, let me just double check, but I believe we're back again next Wednesday at our usual time, which is 7 p.m. And uh, yes, our guest is Allison Carmen. She's an author. She has a book about uh, maybe the concept of maybe, and we're going to talk about maybe's as it is relative to the uh, the new administration, uh, the election, and uh, the inauguration. So, I hope you can join us then. Until then, um, have a great week. I thank you again. Please uh, go onto iTunes if you get a chance. Uh, rate, uh, review, and subscribe to Guys, Guys Radio. And remember that, guys, guys, finish first.